And we're back. Hello, we're back from when? Back from last the future. week. Could be back from the future. Yeah. You can't come back from the future. You can only time travel. This is straight into Straight in, no fucking around. Time t- you can only apparently time travel back to the point that you invented the machine. So if you invented the machine this afternoon, or you say yesterday. I suppose that would make sense, though, yeah, you because can't. You'd be the machine hasn't been made, yeah. So. Uh, morning, yeah. everybody. Well, hello. Oh, yeah, it's afternoon. one of our random conversations. Uh, it's got nothing to do with um, time travel or anything today. We no. just decided to bring that up for yeah. some reason. <laughs> How are we all How's doing? Are do? we doing all good? Yeah. You doing, Rod? I'm doing well, you? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, here we are again. How's your day been? Um, all right, yeah. Been coming back from London. Um, were in, when were you in London? Nell's uh, party sort of thing. Um, when when did I go to London? When were you in London? Um, I went Thursday. Uh, I stayed down, so obviously, till today. So. Was it a piss up or? Um, a bit, yeah, but I, I didn't go. The first night I had quite a few, but I, was, I drink about, I think I drink about seven or eight buds, but uh, buds do nothing to me. You know what I mean? I, can't, I think my body's used to buds. That's bud. a good thing. Where's my bud, bud? Yeah. Where is it? Listen, Budweiser, we drink enough of it. You need to start yeah. chucking us we some pro- stuff. I stopped promoting it a while ago. I'm only promoting it again because I just was drinking some at the weekend. So. And, and also, it's um, it, it it could do with being a little bit stronger, I think. They should do like Bud. Um, bud Plus. Bud Plus. Bud um, plus special Bud. Special Bud. <laughs> Tenant Bud. Tenant Special Bud Plus. <laughs> the Tramps yeah. Bud. Tramps Bud. Well, yeah. I mean, it is a bit of a trashy beer, apparently, but I quite like it. What's that? Budweiser. Yeah. Apparently. I quite like it. I've, I've, it's easy to drink, isn't it? It's yeah. easy to drink, is what I mean. It's a piece of piss to get down your neck. Yeah. You can, can neck them, can't you? Yeah, you certainly can. And it, so doesn't, um, it doesn't fuck your head up as well. Well, I wouldn't say doesn't. Well, it doesn't for me, but maybe that's because I drink a lot of it. You Possibly. know what I mean? You're it's like my it. favourite drink. You're hardened. Yeah. There's that and Corona with me. Corona, I can drink like like ten bottles of that, right, and wake up completely fine. Corona, but but Stella or or Coors or anything like that, two. Three pints of that. I will have a little headache in the morning. Little. Well, Corona will give me the shit, and it's because I put lime in it. Oh, right. I don't know why, but it just does. Do you know why they put the lime in it to start with? Uh, Originally. Because it tastes like piss? No. Make it taste like something? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Do you know the reason why they do it is actually because um, the flies in Mexico, what they used to do is um, put the lime in the top of it to stop the flies getting in the beer. They put the lime in the coconut? Yes, they did. Cool. Uh, well, see, we, we we also give out facts. So yeah, we've given you we a few time. We're giving you a time travel fact. You can't yeah. travel ba- yeah, backwards two in time. Facts, two facts already, and we've also told you that the lime in the Corona is effectively just a fly stop. Yeah, it's just a fly stopper. But also, they've gone off oh, on me. It tastes quite nice with the lime in it. <laughs> <laughs> have, so, you got, have you got uh, anybody you need to mention? Uh, everyone in the world, obviously. Um, Calf. Uh, Hello, Calf's brother. Uh, Hello, Calf's brother. What's uh, his name? Cast brother Mark. Mark, how's Mark. it going? Yeah. He's uh, doing all good. He's, yeah, uh, yeah. He just went down London uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, and it was yeah, it was good luck. Had a few beers, chilled out. You know what I mean? Yep. As you do, as you do. Yeah, man. Yep. So uh, here we are again. I've just had a, a bit of an impromptu tattoo this morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have now a um, uh, a tattoo designed by a three-year-old on my arm. I'll nice. probably put it on the page later so you can see it. But it's it's. Uh, it's very abstract and scribbly. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I like it. Yeah. I think, I think it's good. So uh, I'll put a picture of that on later. Uh, who do I need to mention? Do I need to mention anyone? To be honest, I probably do, but I can't remember. So um, 
Oh, well, do not. I can't forget my girlfriend, Hannah, for a stick, the stickers. Yeah, that'll be, yeah. that'll be, yeah. if, you, if you want some free stickers, you know what to do. Yeah. Uh, I think we might as well just rattle through this pretty quick and then go straight into the episode. Yeah, sound. Um, crack cushions, as always. Go check crack cushions out. Yeah. Who are they, Rob? What do they do? They make cushions. Funny the enough. baddest cushions yeah. you've ever seen in your whole life. Bespoke cushions. Yo. Yo, yo. Uh, I suppose <laughs> if you probably spoke to them, they'd probably make one for you. If you just went, uh, give them a word, like, I don't know, uh, fucking shit, they'll probably make you a shit cushion as as in one which looks like shit not actually <laughs> shit Bob was quickly trying to pedal backwards <laughs> on that one fucked up big time there didn't uh, I no he meant that <laughs> um, lower than bones Ben's band go check them out yeah. Facebook everywhere just just google them and Dead Glass Design that's Sean over in Australia do some fucking wicked good aim mate good aim mate um, we're doing this right off the cuff here so uh, oh yeah any, any episode suggestions we need some of them as well don't we yeah, yeah. well we've got loads but also we also like new ones to yeah. prop up because sometimes they catch your eye a bit more yeah, than yeah. fucking hell we're getting into that one first yeah we'll have to do a murder one soon yeah, yeah we, haven't, we haven't done a murder one for about for, two days <laughs> no, for a couple of weeks have we? so we'll, we'll maybe concentrate on a murder one in the next couple of weeks if you've got a particular I suppose Madeline Cameron could have been potentially murdered yeah it could have been well but yeah. it's not actually about a murderer, because that's what we do, about a murderer, don't we? Not a murder. It's these fuckers, like the grotty details. Yeah. Yeah, like it. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. They're like people's heads in jars and fucking... You love pe- it. ...penises, like, just scooped out and just slapped on someone's face or something. Yeah, that's what you love, man. Yeah. That's what you face love. Face masks, you know. We've had a peep, uh, Paul uh, mentioned, hi Paul, uh, he was um, after a hoodie as well. Uh, so uh, we've got a few people that want some stuff, some yep. pen, robots I've got to send a pen out as well. Um, so so if, if there's anybody out there that wants any merch, uh, I think probably in the next month we'll probably put another order in. So have a, have a word with us, let us know what you want. If you look on our page, wherever that may be, um, you'll see stuff that we've got. Uh, if you want something, let us know and we'll put a big order in and we'll get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to know your freaky stories as well. Somebody must have some freaky stories. <clears throat> There's yeah. loads of people listening. Why are you not talking back? Why have you not been fingered by an alien? Yeah. It must have Come happened on. to someone. Yeah. Certainly I have. I've been fingered by two. Yeah, at the not same one. time. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a threesome <laughs> with, an, with two aliens. An intergalactic threesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good fun. It was a bit, a bit funny to find where to, to mate with them first, but, you know, it was all right. Got yeah. used to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You wouldn't be able to mate with an alien. They're alien. You'd be able to fuck one. I bet you could actually, yeah. if you really wanted to. <laughs> if it's got a hold, you could fuck it. Simple as. This is what we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. This is aliens. what we're dealing with. Aliens just need fucking. So that's quite a brief intro here. Yeah. Uh, we might as well just go straight into the episode. Yeah, wicked. See you on the flip side. Boop. This episode, um, <clears throat> slightly different, we've done one similar, which was an um, episode on broken arrows uh, regarding incidents with nuclear weapons, like accidents. <clears throat> We're going to have a look at chemical and biological weapons agents today. Uh, not necessarily accidents, just just what they are in general, because okay. they're horrible, horrible things. Um, I don't, you know, it's, it's like when you start researching this podcast, you don't re- realise 
you don't know anything in, in uh, like the, anything about these subjects in massive detail, and then you start researching them, and you realise pretty quickly when you research a subject such as like chemical or biological weapons that they are fucking terrifying. Right. And we are so so close. We could be well, we are because some of these because they exist. We're so close at any point for like I don't know one rogue nation or like a you know an ill-informed political leader or a terrorist group from mm. releasing one of these things into the atmosphere and we could be completely foxville yeah i mean like really really like horrifically bad right um like it's um it is quite disturbing that these things actually exist and are still created and stored because they are completely merciless yeah they don't care who you are they don't care what side you're on They'll just fucking get you. Yeah. And in, in instances, especially... Kill, with, kills everything yeah, around yeah. slowly. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. And, and especially with, like, biological weapons, um, they uh, not only will kill you if the weapon is deployed on or near you, if you're unlucky enough to be infected, but then there's a high chance that the, we- the, the, the damage from the initial fallout will spread via contagion from people okay. that are infected. Oh, right. So it's, compl- it, it's completely random the way yeah. it affects people. Could be viral and it just keeps going sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's, it is like, um, in some respects, we've painted ourselves into a corner uh, having these things as weapons because like with any weapon, if, if you're a country, a government or, you know, a side, whatever you want to be, if your enemy has got something that you haven't got, it seems to be within the interest of whichever party is involved that they need to get that weapon bigger or better mm. for purely for defensive purposes. Yeah. So if somebody's got a horrible chemical or biological weapon, it's adopted throughout the world with whoever can manufacture or synthesize these things. Yeah. And once you've made it, you can't unmake it. Just, with, yeah. with nukes as well, you know, you can't you can't get rid of a nuclear weapon, and you can't. I can never envisage a, a you know a superpower voluntary voluntarily giving up all of their their chemical, uh, well their their nuclear weapons. That's just not going to happen no. because you're putting yourself at a massive disadvantage in case they, of a war. They tried to stop it making them, didn't they? They made some sort of There's treaty. A ban, yeah. yeah, well, I don't think that exists anymore. That, but. No. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think anyway, if they did, they would have gone, yeah, yeah, we're both not going to make any more nukes and we're going to get rid of a thousand of them or whatever, right? Still have 29 million left in the in the bank. But I think a lot of the time they go, yeah, 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 we're going to stop doing that. And then secretly they're still making it somewhere. I think it's uh, it's one of them, you know what I mean? Well, that's what makes me, I, I suspect the same thing. There's there's some weapons, like we'll we'll talk about in the, we'll talk about smallpox. Um, that that's, uh, um, it probably is, uh, they are probably telling us the truth regarding smallpox, you know, regarding stores and where it's kept and how yeah, much yeah. there is because it's so fucking deadly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, people lie. Countries lie. There's probably a lot of shit out there. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, first we're going to look at biological weapons agents followed after by chemical weapons agents. I say agents because the um, the actual delivery mechanism the actual, you know, rocket or aerosol isn't yeah. really... I mean, it is important, but what we're looking at is the fallout from being infected or being exposed to certain chemicals. Okay. So we're not really going to talk about the actual delivery mechanism too much, but that can come in like a missile. It can be airdropped like an aerosol spray out of a plane, whatever. You know, there's lots of different things it can be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll look at biological weapons first. Did you know, did you know, fact, that you have more bacteria in your mouth than there are people on the earth? No. <clears throat> That's a good fact. It is a good fact. That is a very good fact. So, biological weapons. Um, 
are complex systems that spread disease-causing organisms or toxins into the environment that harm or kill humans, animals, or plants. So you can see how uh, it, how much it doesn't give a fuck. It yeah. just kills everything. Yeah, it just attacks everything out on, in, on its way. Yeah, it's yeah. Fucking, does it horrifically as well? Yes. Really, really horribly. <laughs> really nice. horribly. Uh, most of the weapons consist of two parts. You'll have a, a weaponized agent, that's like the, the biological or chemical uh, part of the weapon, and right. you'll have a, a delivery mechanism which can come in an array, array of forms that you'll have a, a rocket, missiles, you know, an airburst from a plane, or, or even like Just a, a spillage, I suppose. A spillage, um, or as we will discuss, uh, you know, stuff in an envelope sent to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, it doesn't have to be, you know, so, a, a missile that scoots around the earth in the, yeah. on the edge of space and, you know, is guided, but no, 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 it doesn't have to be. It can be something in the mail. What That's about what, the that Russian um, spy you got done... Um, uh, Litvinenko. Yeah, with the, well, I don't know, maybe it, it was some sort of plutonium shit or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was... Uh, some food or something. You know what I mean? So people seem to drop bits into food or whatever, and that's it. It was a microdot of something in a, yeah. t- in a cafe in London, wasn't it? They, yeah. they, they, they somehow managed to get it on the teacup or on him, and he touched yeah. it. Yeah, and then it just fucked him. Basically, he was fucked for months, and then he died, didn't Well, I, I was... Um, I was unaware of that case until it like everyone else until it you know it was towards the end of that guy's life and it got really um it got quite quite very well political public, yeah. Didn't it? yeah well i was actually working in the hospital when he was in there oh, right, and okay. i didn't realize i didn't know until i looked at the news but there was fuck loads of cameras and like satellite trucks outside and i was what's going on here and it was because He's essentially there. there was a political assassination yeah, happening yeah. slowly yeah. Know, we all knew it but um yeah, yeah. So, um, as well as being used for strategical or tactical military applications, biological weapons can be used, as we were just discussing, for political assassinations. Yes. Uh, up close, pinpoint and discreet killings, basically. Yeah. Um, they can be used for the infection of livestock or agricultural produce, causing food shortages and economic loss. The creation of environmental catastrophes and the introduction of widespread illness, fear, and mistrust amongst the public. Nice. Um, you know, it's messing with our food supply, essentially. Yeah. You can poison the food supply. Waterworks. Water yeah. Water, you know, yeah, you yeah, hear yeah, stories yeah. about, um, I heard a story a couple of years ago about terrorists were planning to do something to the water or something in certain areas, just poison the water. So when it comes through your tap and you're drinking it in tea or whatever. Yeah. Get fucked over from that. I'll say it again. I, <coughs> well, like I say, it sounds like I've worked everywhere, but I, I worked actually in a um, uh, a water treatment plant, Maine's Water. I think it was to like the southeast of England or something. I can't really remember. But um, the main reservoirs where the water comes in were guarded by guys with guns. Right. Okay. And they would not let you go close to it because the potential for you to distribute something. To millions of people, very very easily, yeah. because this is this water in this you know these containers are going to go to you know to, to potentially th- millions of yeah. households. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So they get quite get scared well, about I can, that. I can imagine them. It's quite um, secure those you know with with people because, like you say, you can have a drop of something in it and it could fuck up everyone. So well, it will. It will. It yeah. will. Um, like they're, they're trying to wreck the food supply. Basically, to cause a famine, um, and those happen who happen to survive. Like, for, for example, in World War One, they tried to well, they did use um, a biological agent that caused wheat fungus um, just to fuck up the crops and starve people out. Right, yeah. So it gets really dark, man. Yeah. You know, you're it's not even with... affecting people um, 
as in like making them feel the pain. It's just killing everything, the food supply. Yeah. So they're just starving to death instead. We just break you. Break you. A short example from World War One was the uh, German army. They developed anthrax, glanders, cholera, and wheat fungus to try and fuck up the crops. They allegedly spread plague in St. Petersburg uh, in Russia. Uh, I mean, w- were they not aware of what the plague, the bubonic plague did? Yeah. And they're trying to... You know they what I mean? They give a fuck, did they? No, 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 no. Maybe they just had one which just what they wanted, you know, Hitler wanting to get rid of all the Jews. Maybe they made one just to kill the Jews. I think know, he probably would have liked to have done so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he would have done, unfortunately. That's yeah. what, I mean, if he could have pinpointed and only affected certain types of people, then he would have done. Yeah, definitely. Right. So almost any disease-causing organism, such as bacteria, viruses, fungi, anything that can infect you, or like a toxin, like, which is a poison derived from animals, plants or microorganisms, or similar substances, that they can be used as biological weapon. Anything can. Biological, you know, meaning alive. Yeah. Uh, we also have a habit to me- meddle with things, so we refine and change biological weapons agents to make them more effective, um, which is disturbing. Yeah. So it's not good enough. It's not making them suffer enough. We need to make it a bit more violent. Somehow. How can we, yeah, how can we tweak this to make it suit our purposes? It's like, doing it's crazy isn't it it is absolutely fucking terrifying um so we're going to go through some like we say some biological weapons agents first and then we'll follow by some chemical ones so we'll talk about anthrax first anthrax is actually an infection oh right okay caused by bacteria i didn't know that i thought anthrax was like a powder thing like it's, like cocaine or something it you is, know what i mean like a powder just, they're the spores right okay that, that's not an, actually sort of the anthrax i think anthrax spores and um, Basically, it's it is it's an infection caused by bacteria. These bacteria that they'll make spores, and the spores themselves are encased by a protective shell. <laughs> Nature's crafty, isn't it? Yeah. So you can't. It's they're making basically bulletproof. Yeah. By design, the spores can live for years in the soil. Right. Which is which is terrifying, um, and they will cause anthrax infections when they are when they enter the body. Um, although the disease is most common in farm animals, you know, sheep, pigs cows whatever yeah. goats there is a small chance that people can get it like out in nature usually from f- some form of contact with an animal that has had anthrax okay um people who get anthrax um after being exposed do not have a nice time <laughs> really it's a bit yeah. yeah well then they die quite quickly with anthrax well just being exposed to anthrax spores doesn't mean that you're going to get ill to get ill, you have to have contact with the spores in one of three specific ways. Okay. Okay, so you've either got to breathe thousands of spores into your lungs. Okay, so you've got to have a lot of it, not just... Yeah. Yeah, but when you think how small they are... Yeah, yeah. Well, thousands isn't much. When you, when you breathe in, you're taking in probably millions of particles. Exactly, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can breathe it in. You can eat meat that's had spores in it. And the meat will spread through the anthrax through, you know, after you've ate it, and, yeah. and then you're fucked if it's not cooked properly. If you thoroughly cook, it's fine. Yeah, even if an animal has had anthrax, I mean, I wouldn't recommend eating something that would be a good <laughs> restaurant, wouldn't it? The anthrax restaurant? Yeah, the anthrax the meat, in. Meat infested anthrax? Well, it would be. Yeah. Contaminated. Anthrax. anthrax contaminated meat. Yeah. It's like Russian roulette. Eat rare. If you dare. <laughs> rare if you dare. <laughs> Add the anthrax in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you can get it from eating it. You can get it from breathing it in. Yeah. Or you can also get it if you've handled something that's had spores on it. Um, you know, spores are getting to cuts. Or, you know, you've handled, say, 
an envelope. Yeah. <laughs> which has happened. Yeah. It's not contagious, which is good. Yeah. So you can't catch it. Uh, you need direct exposure only, but don't let that fool you. With an effective delivery system, a small amount can fuck up a lot of people. Mm. A, like a tremendous amount of people. Uh, okay. Um, why is it used? Anthrax is mostly used because the spores are easily found in nature. It's it's alive. It's natural. It's biological. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you can find it, you can you can produce it, it, it in grows, a lab. It breeds. Yeah, yeah. If you've got the right gear, you can make it. Yeah, um, and they can last for a long time in the environment, making areas hazardous after. The weapon has been deployed. Okay. So a good, it's a good potential weapon because it can be released quietly without anyone knowing. You don't yeah. have to have a big fuck-off explosion in the sky that no. makes the night look like just, day. You can literally just drop it on the floor or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. The microscopic spores can be put into powders. They can be put into sprays, food, and water. Because they're so small, you won't be able to see them. You won't be able to smell them. And you won't be able to taste them. You could chuck it in an air conditioning duct if you wanted. Yeah. You could, you know, there's lots of ways. Yeah, yeah. It's not high tech to get this shit out there. Yeah. That's what's frightening about it. It's it's horrific and very low tech if you can produce it. The delivery yeah. mechanism is low tech. It can be. Yeah, it's it's, it's high end uh, damage basically yeah, for for yeah. relatively low end production cost. Yeah, I, would, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. But I've never worked in a biological lab producing anthrax, so I just said something. Surprisingly, you worked, no. everywhere, worked everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, another reason why we need to fear it is because we know it's been used before. Yeah. Uh, for example, in, in 2001, um, letters were sent in the postal system around America containing anthrax that killed five people and infected 22. Now, they trace this back to a government scientist called... Bruce Ivans, I think his name was, and he killed himself before he could go to trial. Nice. Just bec- oh, no, actually, he killed himself before he was even a suspect. So, yeah, he knew he was getting done, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. fuck it, do it now. So, just an indication of how dangerous this shit is. Um, one gram of weaponized anthrax can contain up to one trillion spores. Nice. Which is enough to kill between 20... Uh, sorry, no, between 40 and 200 million people. So it's quite a big sort of you know, variant there, between yeah. 40 and 200 million. Yeah. Just a gram of yeah, snort yeah, yeah. that. You, you could snort it, but you've just inhaled enough stuff to how kill. How ill could you be and how long would it last? You've got the combined illness of 200 million <laughs> fatalities. It's one hell of an illness in you. Yeah, yeah. So 200 million is two-thirds of the population of, of the United States. So you you can see that even with this... Just a gram could basically kill the USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Well, yeah. But th- more than this was sent through the mail. Right. But it didn't kill a lot of people because it's not an effective delivery system. It's yeah. more like a fear. You need sort of everyone in the same room, don't you, yeah. really, to, to yeah, put yeah. it to work. Yeah, like blow it around and shit. Uh, so and to, to put 300 million people in one room and I just c- blow it around. Yeah, I can't see how... How a gram, was it a gram that I said? Yeah, yeah, a gram, yeah. I don't see how you could get one gram of powder across all states or all no. counties in England. It just, yeah. to me, doesn't seem doesn't plausible. Work. No, doesn't but, work. But the potential for mass casualties with such a small amount of the biological mm. agent is, is very, very real. It shows how horrific it is. Um, but to reach this amount of people, like we say, it's not really practical. Yeah. Like, like we were saying, you, you have to have everyone in the right place, wouldn't you? Really, yeah. at the right time. Yeah, yeah. In a small room. <laughs> Basically, yeah. you go fucking have it. If you can fr- fit blow two, it around. 200 million people in a cupboard yeah. and then release anthrax, you might do it. You, you probably definitely would, wouldn't you? Now, it's got an incubation period. So between infection and actually showing any symptoms, you might have to wait between any anything between one and five days. And then 
if you are infected... Do you, sim- think, do you think if you snorted a gram of it, right, do you think it would be more... I'd be quicker than a day? I would imagine if you snorted <laughs> enough to kill 200 million people. Do you think it would? the dormant time would just go, oh, fuck that, There's, you've done enough of us to kill you instantly? I wonder how quick it'd kill you. It's pretty fucking rapid. Do you reckon it? it would be a day, but between a day and five days? I have no idea about the rate of how fast... Anyone who works with anthrax who knows, if you snorted a line of anthrax, would it kill you instantly, or would you have that day dormant sort of period? I imagine it would be just a day if it was. Pretty quick. Yeah, I, I don't think it would be between the one and five days. I'm pretty sure as soon as a day hits, you're dead. <laughs> Basically. It's a hell of a lot of It's like a one hell of a drop, yeah. It's a hell of a line as well, a yeah. gram. A, gr- a, gram of a gram of anthrax, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, um, if obviously after five days, if you've been infected, you you're going to start showing symptoms. Symptoms that include mild chest dis- uh, discomfort. You'll get a shortness of breath, nausea. You'll cough up blood, painful swallowing. You're going to shock. You get brain swelling. For and me, then you have got it, and then you die. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, I haven't got that part. It can be treated via a vaccine. But that's no. before exposure. You can't be vaccinated against something that when you've already had it, it doesn't work like that. Um, but ca- cattle are vaccinated as well to try and mitigate any sort of con- cross, you know, contamination between cattle, anthrax and, you know, people. So going back to the gram of it, right? <laughs> you're always looking at me again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you did that right and then had the um, antidote, would you, would you survive? Would you survive? Well, you don't, you don't. Well, no, would it be you, too much? No, you wouldn't survive because the vaccination stops you from getting it. If you've already got it, the vaccination won't work. Okay. It's like, it, it, it's not an antidote. Yeah. It's a vaccine. Right, okay. So you'd be fucked. If you snorted it and went, ah, oh, don't worry, give me the, uh, you know, you're dead. I'm sorry, it <laughs> don't work like that. Yeah. Oh, bollocks. It was, um, it was also used uh, by the Japanese on the Chinese prisoners of war in World War Two. They were trying to refine it and, perf- and perfect a strain and a delivery system. Now, they killed approximately 10,000 people just figuring out how they could weaponize it and get it out there. 10,000. And during the Second World War, the British military begans we- began weapons testing with anthrax. Now, get this. This one's fucking crazy. They put 80 sheep on an island called uh, Grenard, I think, uh, which is off the coast of Scotland. And then they detonated a series of anthrax bombs. Nice. Now, obviously, all the sheep were fucked. And so was the island. The island's only like a, a t- two mile wide, something like that. It's not a particularly big island. So it thought, well, well you know, no one will mind. So yeah. they, they detonated. Do you know what they should have done? Is this in World War Two? was it? Uh, yes. But what they should have done, right, is actually detonated it, right? Because you say there's a bit of period and it's all there, right? And go, there's only one area they can get through us, and that's that Granada. So we just, you know, over, over the uh, the radio, and just go, we haven't got it covered. We ain't going to be able to get it covered for a week. I think, I think we need to do something. So they'd come around the back there, right, and they'd start it there, and it would fuck them up. That's what I reckon. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 a very ruthless way of 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 uh, of um of of testing something, just totally destroying an island, um. But I suppose, though, that you've got to kind of do that. If you're going to try and make something which is going to destroy a population, you've got to try and destroy a population somewhere, yeah. If it's even if it's just a small island. Well, that's it. They didn't know. You've got to make t- sure that it actually does what it says on the tin, so to speak. Well, they didn't know what it was going to do until they did it. So all the sheep died on the island, as we would imagine, mm. and no human could return to the island for many, many years, and it was nicknamed Anthrax Island. Nice. So this was dropped... Uh, 
in the Second World War, I don't know, 19, mid 1940s, something like that. Uh, in 1986, right, we started to decontaminate the island. 1986, right, from one weapons testing outing, 280 tons of formaldehyde solution were diluted with uh, seawater and sprayed over the island. And then yeah. they put another flock of sheep on the island to check them. And, sure <laughs> yeah, that, and they remained healthy. The bastards, man. Could you get on there and just see if they die? Yeah, that's it. It's, it's like, um, what do you call it? Uh, like a pioneer, isn't it? It's like, like we just go see if you'll survive. Yeah. Maybe give it a go. But I suppose that's the only way you could do that in, in any aspect of anything. If you explore and you've got to have someone, a pioneer to do it. Well, you're going to want you got, to yeah, know. And nuclear weapons and testing of weapons. You're going to need a pioneer to, to feel the pain, the wrath of it, I yeah. suppose, and oh, see yeah. what it does. You've got to test it. Yeah. The island itself was a biological hazard for 48 years until 1990. Fuck. That shows what it can do. Imagine having that release of anthrax in London. Could you imagine the centre of London, a two-mile area that no one can go into for 48 years? It'd be fucked, wouldn't it? I mean, I'm assuming that they could potentially accelerate the clean-up process, um, but you can you still see <laughs> it's just like and in fact and like that island yeah was you couldn't go on it for nearly no. 50 years in a capital yeah. city london new york anywhere it's 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 fucking frightening um so that's pretty much uh anthrax it's yeah, difficult it's to say how much there is out there but it's um I, I, yeah it's quite well, a lot. i don't yeah it's gonna be loads isn't it because if you can just easily make it so to speak i think it's just gonna you know there's gonna be people Probably people who are not even in military and stuff who are making shit like that. You know what I mean? Just uh, people who aren't in the know with the governments and stuff are making it. It's probably fucking one of our neighbours who's probably making sinful laugh. Well, if you, you know gr- I mean? if you can get it out of the ground, mate. Exactly, that's what I mean. Because it's, it's more of a, a natural bio thing. It's, it's There's a chance that you can, you know, fucking... Anyone could do it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So, so the fact that you can get it out of the ground is terrifying. You can yeah. just literally mine it. Yeah. Awful stuff. Yeah. So next we're going to talk about smallpox. Yeah. Now, smallpox is an infectious disease brought on by a virus. Okay. Okay. So we, we think it came from rodents somewhere between thirty and 60,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's been with us for quite a long time. Yeah. It's a complete prick. Okay. It's, it really is. <laughs> it's a <laughs> that's, cunt. That's a good way of uh, describing a, um, a, a virus. How would you describe the virus? Uh, it's a complete prick, it's to be a, honest. Well, it is, mate. It's a complete <laughs> prick because it's airborne and right. contagious. And, okay. And there is no cure. If you get it, you're, you're in the fucked. lap of the gods, pretty much. And the mortality rate is awful. Okay. So you've got to be, like, made of steel to survive smallpox. Yeah. Or to be blind, look. There's no cure for that, then? No. So there's been an outbreak of it somewhere, though, no, before. And there's been. Well, we'll we'll talk about it. The numbers are shocking. The numbers right. are terrible. Okay. There are vaccinations, though. Yeah. So if you have a vaccination today, you, you're you all right. Yeah, potentially still wouldn't want to walk. Isn't a small pox va- um, vac- vaccination? I might be thinking of something else. I might be thinking of polio. Isn't that the one? Polio's vaccine. Yeah. Isn't that the one where you stick it on a sugar cube or something? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Something weird like that. I can't remember. Anyway, carry on. But yeah, so there are vaccinations. Yeah. So it's not all doom and gloom on this one, but. So, I mean, for instance, this is how bad it is. It killed an estimated 400,000 Europeans every year during the closing years of the 18th century. Oh, right, fucking hell. Could you imagine that in this day and age? It'd be nuts, wouldn't it? Yeah. 400,000 people in Europe dying of a disease every year. 
Yeah, just sort of one disease, not a lot of all the diseases. Yeah, just one. Yeah, yeah I don't think we have that of many diseases now. But but smallpox was also responsible. Well, it seems to be, historically what we can find out it's responsible for between three hundred and five hundred million deaths during the twentieth century alone. Fucking hell! Yeah, it's terrifying. If this was weaponized by a crazy person, this shit would get serious. And yeah. a clusterfuck would appear pretty fucking rapidly. Yeah. <laughs> really, like, like frightening. Yeah, yeah. Now, The Who, the World Health Organization, estimated... Oh, I thought you meant The Who, the band. Well, they're involved as well. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were back in the day. But after <laughs> Moon went, they were like, no, nah, we've got to knock this smallpox on the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just concentrate on music, what we're, yeah, we're yeah. best at. Let's yeah. start trying messing with bi-wens. Yeah, fuck that, yeah. So, yeah, The, the Who, uh, not the band, they uh, <laughs> estimated that in 1967, 15 million people contracted the disease and... Two million of them people died that year. Okay. In 1967, that yeah, was. Yeah. That was like yesterday. Yes. Two million people died from it and 15 million infected. Yeah. In one year. Fuck. In the 60s. It's Crazy. not like we're talking 1841. Yeah, we're yeah. talking like, you know, there's pe- yeah, when your parents were alive. Like, so it's not like 1841 where they go, we're going to cut a frog's head off and then just squirt you with the blood and get a witch to fly by and you'll be, yeah. you'll be fine. You'll be fine. That'll stop, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll stop smallpox for definitely. Yeah, yeah. So there were massive vaccination campaigns, as you could, you could imagine. We identified pretty quickly as soon as we had the medical science to combat this. We did. Uh, and in 1980, uh, the WHO... The band, who not the World Health Organization, you? the actual band. Who, they, uh, who, 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 tell me who the fuck are you? <laughs> they announced that global eradication of smallpox had occurred by 1980. Hooray! I hope they kept the pinball wizard, though. Yeah, he was all right. He didn't die, did he? He was responsible for it. The so. pinball wizard. So he shot that fucker at dawn because he was responsible for it. He's so, deaf, dumb and blind, apparently, and he could it's play he had a mean, mean pinball. Apparently. Anyway, let's get back on it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, good. The virus has been eradicated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, if it, you know, a virus that's potentially, if it was strapped to a missile or thrown in a water supply or spray from an aerosol, this could kill hundreds of millions of people. It's gone. Hooray. Happy. Unfortunately, this is not the case. All right. It's not gone. Um, the last case of smallpox uh, in the world, actually, the outbreak, uh, occurred in Birmingham here, just up the road, in 1978. Oh, cool. It was a, a lady called Janet Parker. She was a medical photographer, and she was working in the University of Birmingham Medical School, and she contracted the, the disease there. Um, if it's been eradicated, according to the WHO... How did they get it? How yeah. did this lady get it? Well, the virus was found to have entered her office via air conditioning duct from a lab where smallpox testing was being carried out. Yeah. Now, Birmingham went into lockdown after this, right? Because if that had spread, if that, I mean, you think about it, if she'd walked out and actually spread it, yeah, and that when, you know, she she shakes your hand, you give her a, yeah, some change, fuck everyone, yeah, it goes into till. That change, like, fuck. that chain of reaction, isn't it? It just goes from one to fucking two to seven to, to exponential in a day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so Birmingham actually went to like, pretty much fucking lockdown right. when this occurred because they were like, holy shit, smallpox has got out. Yeah. Fuck. And then we braced ourselves for an out- outbreak. So having a vaccination and the ability to rid the world of smallpox, what do we do? We eradicate most of it, but keep vials of it in, la- in labs for testing. Why, I hear you ask. Well, the, the reason is, it's for, for, re- <laughs> for research. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, the, you know, the, the super clever people say it would be ill-advised to destroy the virus 
that we have, any any shred of virus that we're aware of, it would be ill-advised to destroy it because it may well exist in the world somewhere. Yeah. And if an outbreak did occur, we might need samples or, you know... To, to make a vaccination. To, yeah, yeah. yeah to, to study. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I think that's fair, but it just depends on how much they keep, I suppose. And plus also, it sounds silly, but you might be able to use that for cures for other things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, well, it might sound silly, but because you think, what the fuck, it's going to kill someone, but it, it might actually cure other things. Well, what you're saying is that, you know, a spin-off from having a deadly disease. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, we'll discuss that in, in more detail in a okay, bit. Yeah. But, but there is there is instances of that. So we know it exists. Now, currently, as far as we are aware, or how we have been told, Smallpox exists in only two locations on okay. the Earth. It's in two labs. One is in America, and it's called the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. So if you live anywhere near that, move. <laughs> and there's one in Russia, so basically yeah, just move yeah. out of Russia. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They've probably got it in a drawer under the desk or yeah, something. Yeah. And that one apparently is in the State Research Center for Vi- Virology and Biotechnology. So uh, it's out there still, yeah. which is, I don't know, man probably better to have it but it just it's fucking terrifying to think that it's the, there the thing is how much have they got of it do you know what i mean as well uh, well they don't is need it, is w- it, one person to get it and then it will spread yeah but what i mean is how much of 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 it have they got lying around do you know what i mean like in, in the little vial is there is it fucking loads in there or is it just a tiny well, bit it's a good or what? point that i didn't think about that if for instance they had enough just to infect one person is it like a pint's worth or is it like a fucking needle, needle head's worth or something do you know what i mean i think if if what because it's contagious. If one person was to contract uh, to fair, yeah. smallpox, then potentially they could spread that to every single human on the planet. I think. Fair, I don't think you'd have a pint of it, would you? Because no, like you say, if it's pretty viral, if it can spread really easy, a pint of it lying around wouldn't be very good. Would well, it? I'd say that a, a, a pint of, of of smallpox. If I mean, I'm pretty sure they do actually store them in pint glasses. Just so if you snorted a, a gram of anthrax <laughs> and then next a pint of uh, smallpox, uh, <laughs> what would happen then? Could could it counteract the uh, no. never know. <laughs> You'd have one hell of a hangover. Yeah, yeah, you would. Well, <laughs> yeah, sort of. I'd kind imagine, of. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a vaccine. Um, yeah. The vaccine has um, uncommon side effects, which include being fatal. Yeah, so oh, it can kill you. Yeah. Um, it can give you infections of your heart and brain. Um, it's you know the side effects can be can be as dangerous as the disease, but this is how how we've got to do it. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, vaccines are currently only available for selected military personnel yeah. and laboratory workers right. who handle the smallpox virus. Mm. So this, to me, sounds like they only suspect an outbreak from potentially a weapon if yeah. the military have got it. Or is it because if it does occur, they need to send the military in to clear it up? And that's why they need vaccinations? Possibly. I don't, know. Possibly. I don't know. But anyway, regardless how you think about it, the public would be extremely high risk. Anywhere where there's people, high concentrations of people, and the... Uh, an airborne contagious disease that kills you is not good. Yeah. Uh, the incubation for smallpox is a little longer than it is for anthrax uh, and many other viruses, which makes it horrible because yeah. you could have it and not know and then go and meet 50 people and they could all have it and not know. And then they spread that to each one, spreads it to 50 people each. And, and when, you've got an yeah. in, when you've got an incubation period between 7 and 17 days from exposure, you could see how this could get out of hand yeah yeah very 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 oh, yes. quickly by, by the time you know about it it's 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 could it's probably infected hundreds of thousands it could be quite easy so this is when this when this lady got infected at birmingham i think there was 200 people um i, I think she developed symptoms she showed some sort of symptoms pretty rapidly actually uh and they uh they had to isolate 200 people 
Just nice. from that she may or may not have had contact with. Just like for the Big Brother House. Day four in the Big Brother House. They're all looking <laughs> fucked. We've <laughs> got smallpox. <laughs> so early symptoms of smallpox include high temperature, yeah. headaches and backache. Uh, you'll get pink bumps that will appear on basically all over your whole body. Um, and a third of all cases, approximately they say a third of all cases are fatal. Now, it's difficult to be 100% sure that is a, is a third, because if you remember, we're talking about um, rampant infection back in, in the days where maybe record-keeping wasn't as, as precise and accurate as it is now. Mm. So it's difficult to tell the true numbers. But when you're saying up to 500 million people in the 20th century alone, yeah. that's half a billion people. Yeah. We're not fucking about it. it. Like you say as well, that figure is one that they think or know of, right? But it's probably going to be a lot more than that because there's obviously going to be people who who aren't accounted for in it. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, absolutely, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So these numbers are probably yeah. subpar. They're they're underestimates. So. Oh dear. So, so so and vaccines, like we say, are available. The government, the UK government. I don't know about any, wherever you're listening around the world, but w- we've got 20 million vaccines here. So it, you know they still take it seriously. Yeah. If they're going to store 20 million syringes of smallpox vaccine. Um, but that, yeah, yeah, that's 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 like what what's that like one two? Basically, a quarter of the UK's population's worth they've got there. But do you know what they also said? What? We can water it down if we need to. Oh, so it could do like hot, yeah. water it down? It's not a crap nightclub. Yeah, you know what I mean? Saying, it's yeah. like vodka. I wouldn't want them to do that with my beer. What vaccine have I got? Uh, it's a strong you... beer. Oh, good. Okay. Um, well, we... can we water? You can water it down if you want. No, 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 no. Don't no, no. water down my smallpox vaccine, yeah, yeah. you prick. I yeah. want full strength. I want. I want to survive. Yeah, I don't want to have poxy shit in me. Give me the right. <laughs> yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So, I'm what just... if it was weaponized? Well, quite simply, we would be fucked and with the population being what it is today, and people moving around as much as they do because we move around more than we've ever done well, before. Been in London this morning, so exactly, I could infect loads of people in London and come back, and then, you know what I mean. Well, it exists on surfaces, yeah. so you, it could be on the be on the the, uh, the tube. Yeah, should be. You know, you, if you had it, you could have infected thousands of people today. Yeah. So, so if if it was weaponized, an outbreak did occur, it, it's it's incredibly likely that it will spread beyond the borders of the country it's confined in, and it. It's, Very quickly, it's, yeah. It's possible that this could could cause a, a global pandemic. Well, it definitely would, wouldn't it? It would certainly be regional, whether it be in Europe, because I don't think we'd be able to act quick enough to contain it in you know the areas that it breaks out, and it yeah, definitely yeah. would get ahead of us for a, for a bit until we manage to to to, to rein it in. Um, it's also it's easy to to weaponize. You just basically got to infect one person yeah, without yeah. them knowing and send them out. Yeah, because they don't know about it for usually for a few days and. Everyone they've met, it could be family, friends, and just people walking past in the street, I suppose. Fucking terrifying, there you isn't go, it? yeah. It has been used as a weapon before. That's why we take this stuff seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was used by the French and... Uh, um, during the... Used by the French, sorry, and the Indians, uh, I believe, in 1754 round, and through to 1767. So it's, we knew about it back then as yeah, being, yeah, being yeah. a motherfucker. And uh, the British also distributed smallpox infected blankets nice. to the American Indians and, and that pretty much almost wiped them out. Oh right. Devastated the population. There's I've a, always thought the British are pricks, man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the um South Park did an episode, didn't they, of uh, of basically uh, it's, it's a spoof sort of thing on that basically. Oh here's oh, some it? free blankets and they infected it with some disease. And obviously uh known South Park, they probably yeah, infected yeah. it with gay or something. Yeah, <laughs> something weird like that, yeah. Um but yeah, but basically you know, they've obviously just 
ripped it out of that. Do you know what I mean? Because it's true things that it happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Maybe yeah. not the South Park's version, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's that's historically accurate to some respects. Yeah, yeah. It's it been, is. It's, it's been, you know, the principle of what they were conveying has been, has been you know, carried out. Uh, if w- a f- wouldn't, wouldn't you, though, if someone's coming up to you and here's a free blanket and they're, like, like suited up, like, like in a fucking white bio suit? You, and obviously they well, they didn't, didn't have bio that. suits. Yeah, but I know, obviously, they didn't do yeah. that. But imagine if it was modern day and it was, like, um, hand-to-hands <laughs> and you get gays going, hey, do you want this blanket? I'd be like, um, nope. I want to get as far away from you. <laughs> yeah, as yeah, as yeah. You look like you're in the shit. You look like you're going <laughs> yeah, yeah. to take E.T. off that kid, mate. <laughs> yeah. Get a fucking way from me. Yeah. So if a, vo- if a full-on virus was manufactured, refined, tweaked, and mounted on, say, like, I don't know, an effective delivery system, and London was targeted, it would well, it'd just be, it'd be horrific. It was yeah. simply terrifying. It would bring the NHS, our health service, to its knees incredibly quickly, and it would kill an unprecedented amount of people. It's on its knees at the moment anyway. I exactly. Think, isn't it? So. And it, it would spread like a wildfire. It spread like wildfire through direct contact, you know, breath, touch, yeah. touching surfaces. And we would all be fucked pretty much, pretty quickly. It'd be yeah. terrifying. Nobody else to go to work. I think we'd be advised to stay at home. It'd be like a fucking it'd be, horror yeah, movie. It'd be like lock, lock yourself away from everyone. Yeah, it'd be no Just joke, be, mate. Isolate yourself. You, know, you imagine that in a highly populated... I'm not saying London's not highly populated, but if you went to, like, Delhi, yeah. you know what I mean? Or New York or something like that. It's beyond words. It would be like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It'd be awful. So it just goes to show how close we came in 1979, I think it was, back in, in Birmingham, when that, that lady got infected and just walked out through the city centre with smallpox. How lucky we, that we were, in Jeez. a way. Yeah. It's difficult to estimate the amount of deaths uh, that would have caused, but well, look at it. It's killed hundreds of millions of people worldwide, if not over a billion, yeah. potentially. 60 million Europeans died in the 18th century. And like we say, 500 million in the 20th century alone. Don't fuck with it. No. Uh, there was a breakout of smallpox um, in a Soviet weapons lab. Well, it came from a Soviet weapons lab. That was in 1971. Now, this was on an island in the, in the Aral Sea. I'm going to try and pronounce it. It was on an island called Voz... Roz Hidinkia, or something like that. Good effort. So it was Good just effort. on an island. Uh, now, they were basically cooking up the strongest recipes of smallpox they could. <laughs> of course you would, yeah. weapons testing. Um, and local people just started dying. Healthy people started dropping down dead. Mm. So a research ship was sent from the Aral Fleet, and it came within 15 kilometres of the island, and it was told not to go any closer than 40 so it okay. actually went in too far. Yeah, way too far, yeah. Now, the lab technician on the boat um, took samples of plankton twice a day from the deck of the ship, essentially. And the smallpox formulation, it was, it was actually 400 grams that, that uh, they had at, on the, in the weapons testing lad, um, of which was exploded on the island, by the way. Uh, it found its way onto the, sh- onto the deck of the ship from, uh. from 15 kilometres out. It found, and, and then, after returning home... The boat infected several people, including children. All of them died. Fucking and the Soviets hell. went, oh, shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. And everything went into lockdown. Nuke everyone and start again. Burn it with fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as a result, their quick actions and realising what was occurring, an epidemic around the country and possibly the world was, preve- was prevented. They, yeah. they managed to stop that. I think even back then with the Soviets being quite blasé and, and risk-taking, they realised this was yeah, I think, nothing I think, to fuck about. Yeah, with. I think, we, yeah, I think... That's simple as, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fatality rate is 90% or greater, and nearly 100% fatality is observed in cases of, he- of hemorrhagic smallpox. 
So hemorrhagic smallpox. She's like a different sort of type. Master blaster smallpox. Master blaster. (laughs) So you can see why people shit themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about next another uh, uh, bioweapons agent called uh, botulinum. Uh, I've heard people call it botulinum, botulinum, but we'll call it botulinum. Okay. I've no idea if that's right or wrong, but tough shit. Yeah. That's what I'm calling it. That's what it is. Don't like it. Yeah. Go bollocks to yourself. Mm. So the toxins have been developed in biological weapons labs um, because it's extremely potent and extremely lethal um, as a as a biological weapon. Good news is it's not contagious. Okay. What it is, uh, botulism is a rare muscle paralyzing illness caused by a nerve toxin. Now, are three types of botulism: foodborne, which is caused by eating foods which contain the toxin. Mm. So that sounds like a bit like anthrax. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's easy to spread if you wanted it to because because you can put it in food. Uh, wound botulism, which is called caused uh, by a toxin in, in, in an infected wound, mm. and an infant botulism, yeah. which sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's a sound bad, that doesn't it? It does sound awful. And that's caused by consuming the spores uh, of bacteria, which then grow in the intestines of your oh, stomach, yeah. and they release a toxin. Now, all forms <laughs> of botulism can be fatal and are considered medical emergencies. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit, obviously. Yeah, no shit. Uh, botulism toxin is a massive bioweapons threat because of its extreme potency, right? It's ease of production, it's easy to transport, and the potential need for time-consuming uh, care for people that have got it makes it a plus because it, they don't have to kill your army or don't have to kill your population to wreck your country. Mm. If you can just make everybody really ill and make them dependable on the... You know, whatever health and care system yeah, that you've got in the country, collapse it that way. You can crush, you can crush a country that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like economical collapse, isn't it? As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they want they want you to be. If you're dead, you're just buried. If you're alive, you need care. Yeah. Evil man. Dirty fuckers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Evil in it. Now, a number of countries have been named as state sponsors of terrorism. I don't really know what that means by state because they're not states; they're countries. Yeah. But anyway, they is, have, it, is that an American word? Do you think state sponsored? Uh, I mean, state. I think I think I mean it's just because the government are funding it. State sponsored, yeah, yeah, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, they have um, a number of state sponsored of terrorism countries have developed or are developing botulism toxin as as uh, as biological weapons. Now, members of the Japanese Doomsday Cult. Cult, um, nice. Shinrikyo tried but failed to kill people using it. Now we're going to talk about Japanese the, doom. Yeah, it sounds that, wicked. That, that is, is an episode. We won't talk that too just much. Sounds like, well, it's, you're saying what it is, isn't it? It's just saying it, they want doomsday, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wicked. Yeah, yeah, but there is an episode. It's got to be an episode on them because yeah. they're nuts. Okay, that, and they will crop up again in this episode because they're quite light biological and chemical. Okay, weapons. yeah, right. That was their forte. Yeah, that's what, that was their specialist subject. Yeah, they, that was. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't need to find a friend. University on that challenge specialist <laughs> subject: biological warfare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the production of small-scale biological weapons. <laughs> so North Korea held a an American on war crimes for trying to steal a propaganda poster from his hotel room in January, I believe, 2016. Now, he was sentenced for stealing a poster, right? Yeah. He was sentenced for fi- to 15 years imprisonment with hard labour in North Korea. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Now, after two months in prison, the geezer suffered neurological... Well, he suffered a neurological injury from an unknown cause, right? Okay. The North Korean authorities said that because he was in a coma, it's pretty fucking apparent that this coma was a, a result of uh, botulism and sleeping pills. 
So they potentially whacked him with a biological weapon. Yeah, right, okay. So they just tested an American. It's possible. Well, I don't think they te- I think they just did it to, sh- yeah. to go, all right, you don't fuck with us because we've, your guys just died from a fucking mm. bioweapon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, you know what I mean? Shady shit goes down, doesn't Dirty it? Dirty fuckers. It's like, it's like a, it's like um, a game of chess, isn't it? Yeah. In a way. Brinksmanship. Yeah. And we're bringing the What's world. What's your next move? It's like that, isn't it? Yeah. Game of chess. I've just done this. What's your next move? The next move is going to be fire from the sky. Yeah. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it's, what does it do to you? Um, well, it kills you. It is one of the most toxic poisons known to man. Yeah. During the 1991 Gulf War, Iraq claimed it had produced 19,000 litres of the toxin, right? And they had apparently weaponized it and mounted it to 100 R400 bombs and 13 Al Hussein Scuds. Now, they were ready and loaded with the toxin, ready to shoot. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a huge amount, 19,000 litres has the capacity to kill every single person on the planet. Nice. What the fuck is one country... I mean, who would sanction the the manufacturing amount? I mean, why would you say, yeah, 19,000 litres is good? Yeah. That's like saying, can we have a million nuclear weapons and have them all in one country with yeah. no safety catch on them? Why do people do it? Why do these governments make this? Do you know what I mean? It's... This is killing everyone. It's just filthy Basically, weapons. Basically, we're just going to kill everyone. We've got enough to kill everyone, sir. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but why? Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just I just think it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous because you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. But maybe oh, even why. even if you don't, even if you didn't, right? But what what would be the point in it? What's what 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 have other countries done to to make you do that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's it's estimated to be between fifty and a hundred times more toxic than cyanide. Now, in liquid form, it's odorless, it's colorless, and tasteless as as far as we we're aware. Because oh, if right. you fucking okay. ingest it, no one said, oh, that tasted horrible. Because yeah. he said to fucking die, so we'll never know. Um, its toxin is also what well, you were talking about, spin-offs from, from you yeah, know, yeah. Why, why would we keep smallpox? Well, botulinum toxin is the ingredient used in Botox. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. So think about what we've just said when you inject that into your face. Yeah, yeah, fucking hell. So it works so well because it's a muscle relaxant at making your, your wrinkles disappear. Right, temporarily at least. But imagine being the first guy to test that. Yeah, yeah. You hear all this stuff about it, and you go, "Oh, we're just going to inject a tiny bit into your skin." No, you're right. You're all right. Well, what's going to happen? Well, you're either going to have less wrinkles, or you're going to (laughs) die. Yeah, yeah. So just one extreme to the other. Yeah, you're going to look beautiful, or you're going to not exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) be blasted into the abyss forever. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll have have my wrinkles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not really too bothered. There have been natural outbreaks because with all bioweapons agents, they are biological and they grow yeah. in nature. Uh, it's a particularly scary weapons agent because the bacteria are easy to grow. So it's a common thread with this biological shit. It's easy to grow and the toxin is relatively easy to produce in large quantities. This is why it's a, a, you know, a prime contender for a weapon used by bioterrorism. Yeah. Uh, the US and Russia gave up on trying to use it as a, as a weapon because they couldn't effectively weaponize it okay like anthrax and smallpox um but this does not put off terrorists who could produce it very easily and combine with some form of i don't know like an aerosol spray weapon type thing you could deploy it in a city name your city new york you know what i mean studies yeah. studies have, have, have been done by the u.s military because they simulate a lot of this shit to try and okay if it does happen what's you know what type of fallout are we are we looking at um 
So they have done studies, and the studies show that a relatively small re- release of weaponized uh, botulinum toxin would kill 10% of the people downwind for a distance of one-third of a mile, and that's okay. outdoors. Okay, no. So if you think of a... If you, if you're in, we, we mentioned New York. Imagine being in New York. How many people are within a third of a mile radius of you? Loads. Exactly. Loads. Exactly. It's it's uh, I mean and, and that's an outdoor release so yeah. you've got wind blowing yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. If you released it on like subway or an underground, I don't know a, a shopping complex, a yeah, large yeah. enclosed event, I don't know football match, something like that. Yeah, just like you say somewhere which is a vented system, so like a big function area, yep. you know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah, you could just do everyone easy. It would have a massive impact on the city. Yeah, it would be unprecedented, especially if multiple releases happened. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Instead of one attack, they did like three, four, five. Yeah. It wouldn't bear thinking about. What What they also do, which I thought was particularly clever and also quite cunty in the same way, is they bind the bacteria to small microscopic particles which help keep the bacteria airborne for longer. <laughs> Fucking hell. Whoa. There's some skills doing that, though. Well, well, but it shows how, like... Cuntish. Yeah. Yeah. There's, how can we make this float about for longer to kill more yeah. people? How can we make this be more active? But the, the silver lining is, as we said, it's not contagious. Good. So if you get it, that means I'm not going to get it. I've got to have direct exposure yeah, yeah, around yeah. me as well. So during World War II, the US thought Germany had mounted uh, this biological agent to bombs. Because of that, they made a one million doses of botulinum vaccine. And they were giving that to the troops as they prepared for the D-Day landing. So it's a very, they took it very seriously. Um, the US eliminated its stockpile when it destroyed its biological weapons program between, I think that was May 1971 and May 1972, if my memory serves me correctly. So they got rid of it in the early 70s. What are the symptoms of it? Difficulty swallowing or speaking. Sometimes I think I've got difficulty speaking on this podcast. I might have it. Yeah. I I never understand you. I'm just guessing (laughs) what you're saying. (laughs) Dry mouth. (laughs) That's another uh, symptom. Uh, Facial weakness on both sides of the face. Now that's where they, the spin-off for Botox comes from. That's about, yeah, relaxing yeah, yeah. your face, making your, you know, your, your wrinkles disappear. You'll have blurred or double vision, drooping eyelids, trouble breathing, nausea, vomiting, abdominal cramps, paralysis, and death. Wow. Yeah, man. It doesn't need a complicated weapons delivery system either. No. But, but anyone planning a biological attack against a large city would have to be aware of variables because you know being outside is unpredictable to yeah, say yeah, the yeah, least yeah, yeah. they have to be aware of like um, dilution levels of the toxin uh, like its strength they'd have to be aware of wind speed uh, wind direction i mean you don't want to re- release you know an agent that you've just developed and have it blown back out over Into the ocean or, oh fuck but that's <laughs> yeah happened. yeah yeah i bet you has yeah, yeah. yeah. You, they need to know particle size and weight and how the disease is going to react under you know sunlight uh, how's it going to react in the heat, you know, dry weather, wet weather, you know, the, the wet weather, would, if it rained, it would pull the particles out. There's so many variables that they have to take into account. Yeah. So it's, it's difficult to estimate how effective it would be, but we know that it fucks people up. Yeah, big style. Big style. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult to know how many countries have these weapons agents, but I saw a list, right, online that said 178 states are known to have them, but but some countries... Some unscrupulous countries just don't fucking say anything. Yeah, of course, yeah. They'd be, be rogue, aren't they? And just not, not write things down and just keep stuff to the side. Yeah, somewhere. yeah definitely. If you're not being watched, then, then don't say anything. Yeah. 
And it's terrifying when you think how fucking deadly these things are, how fast yeah. they spread. You know, the weapons don't know borders. They just keep spreading. Young, old, no matter who you are, where you are, you'll be... F- it'll, if it gets you, you're fucked, basically. Yeah. And when you think back to smallpox and the death it caused throughout history, killing hundreds of millions, if not billions, you start to realise how dangerous a deliberately designed bioweapons agent and a specifically designed weapons delivery system could be. Uh, it probably would, as we say, cause... If done correctly, it could cause a, a global pandemic. Yeah. Um, and these things are sitting in labs now. Waiting. Just waiting. Just waiting, just dormant, just going. Waiting for a mistake. For to, a mistake or someone to go, right, here we go. And they go, right, we're in business and they're off. They're what, off fucking everyone over. Well, we'll think about it this way. What's even more scary is what we don't know. After the Soviet Union fell apart, that country was like the wild fucking West. I suppose, yeah, because yeah, everyone would have just gone their own fucking ways and took whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah, sold them onto the black market. Yeah. I've got fucking five vials of smallpox here. I'm sure there's a, a horrible terrorist group out there that would like to buy this off me. Yeah. You don't, we just don't know where it is. We just don't know. We make these things without actually looking at the big picture. Yeah. You know, a bit, like anything can become a deadly virus if it's weaponized. Ebola yeah. could be. Oh, God, yeah. The it, flu. Ebola's freaking, you know, it's a bit nuts at the moment, isn't it, as well? So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, like you say, it just it could easily get, get spread round. So. The flu, mate. Yeah, the flu. Yeah. Well, we'll go on to chemical weapons now. Um, uh, on, we're going to talk about VX, which is, called, which is short for Venomous Agent X. <laughs> nice. Uh, everything gets really sinister yeah, when you put X on sound, it, it, it. It just sounds like some sort of, like... Um, Fucking deadly cobra that does, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's called um, it's an organophosphorus compound, and it's classified as a nerve agent because it affects the transmission of nerve impulses in the nervous system. All nerve agents cause horrific deaths, right? Yeah. All of them. Yeah, and you know it's happening to you whilst it's going on. Oh fuck! They will affect you via inhalation or contact. So you've just okay. got to be around it. Yeah. It's a synthetic chemical, meaning it was designed by the military. Well, I don't know if it was designed by the military. They have used it maybe as a spin-off, but it, it, synthetic basically means we made it. So it's been designed for specific weapons capability. Um, so you bet your bottom dollar, if we've made it, it's a motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's going to fuck people over big time, isn't it? Yeah. In its pure form, VX is colourless. Relatively non-volatile liquid, so it's it's safe and stable to move around as long as it's kept in the, you know, in its in its container. Yeah, uh, it takes on a yellowish to brown colour when impure as well. Now, because of its low volatility, it doesn't react with stuff. It just sits there. Okay. Now, VX will hang around in the environments where it's dispersed for long, long periods of time. Yeah. So it fucks up the joint for everybody. It really wrecks the party. Now, deaths start to occur from VX exposure. Uh, pretty quickly and at extremely low uh, dosages. We're talking milligrams of quantities of this agent via inhalation or absorption through the skin will fucking kill you. Yeah. It's more potent than sarin, which we're going to be talking about next. Sarin, nice. It is classed, VX is classed uh, as a, a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. It is a weapon of mass destruction and it's also called, which I thought was quite cool or not cool, an area denial weapon. Area denial weapon. Yeah, so once they've dumped it on an area and whacked an area, you ain't going back in. Yeah, yeah, you're fucking off, yeah. So if, if you've got something that somebody else wants and you're not going to give it them, they might just, you know, bomb that area so no one can have it. Yeah. And it was banned as a chemical weapon in 1993. Like I say, 
Um, <laughs> you know, I, I love the idea that a chemical weapon is banned. Like they've gone, no, this one's too mental. Only in 1993, they decided to ban it as well. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's like, it's ridiculous, isn't it? But I suppose. But how do you ban a chemical weapon? Do you know what I mean? If, if you can't. In war. Do you know what I mean? Because that's basically what they're saying. We're banning it for war and all that. But to me, I, I know there's there are raw, war, uh, rules in war, but there isn't really. Is there? If something goes tits up, someone would just go, oh, I'll press that button. Everybody's done war yeah, crimes. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So as a country, you can't have any more than 100 grams of this unless you're using it for medical research purposes. I like that. 101 so, yeah. grams is too much, yeah. but 100 is fine. fine. Good to go. And then if you do have that extra one or an extra 400 grams, you just go, yeah, it's medical testing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's, like buying it's like buying stuff online, isn't it? For scientific reasons, we're buying <laughs> this. You know, like, oh, yeah, bollocks. Yeah, go on then. You know what scientific yeah. reasons? Yeah. I'm going to buy some magic mushrooms. Are they for scientific reasons? Testing yeah, you can buy and stuff? Them. Yes. Yes, they are. You can buy magic <laughs> yeah. mushroom spores. But I know. You're not allowed to, I mean, come on, man. Everyone knows what you're doing. Yeah. But this will kill you, right? It'll kill you in 15 minutes from exposure. Now, there are antidotes which are given, and patients will also be sedated to try and help control them because you'll be fucking, yeah. you know, yeah, you're yeah, out yeah. of control. So then an antidote is given to a vaccine. An antidote can actually reverse the, the effects, but you, you've got to be fucking lucky. Yeah, you'll be quick, haven't you, as well? It's in the, it's in the lap of the... Yeah. The gods. Yeah, yeah. They they actually said that Iraq had fifty tons of it. They didn't. Fifty tons the same for cow. They didn't. They didn't have fifty ton of it. Is that from a good old TB? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tony, Tony Blair, not the disease. Yeah, well, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, the fucking he's worse than the disease. Yeah, yeah. Kill, pump, kill more people than fucking. T- anyway, um, there's something on Netflix about him which is uh, supposed to be really good. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Um, I heard it today, um, so I'm um, mentioning it today. So uh, check it out. Check it out, man. Podcast on Tony Blair coming up. Yeah, man. That's now, a good idea. Yeah. Examples of VX usage. Now, Malaysian police, you'll like this one, uh, say that the nerve agent VX was used to kill Kim Jong-nam at Kuala Lumpur Airport. Yeah, I was, I was going to bring him up earlier on. Um, I was going to say, do, do you know what it was which was used? Well, it, it seems it's yeah. v, VX, that's what, okay. that's what they're saying. Um, this was on... Um, you're probably aware of the case. It was on the 13th of February to this year, 2017. King Jong-nam, who is the half-brother of King Jong-un, he died uh, after an assault at Kuala Lumpur Airport in Malaysia. Now, they, the, the authorities say that he was murdered using VX. VX basically poisoned him. The chemical got him whacked. Yeah. Because um, they found it on his face. And they, he did get sprayed in the face, didn't he? If I remember right, got, I think he got a tissue around the face or something. Spraying a tissue. I think they sprayed it, sprayed his face, put a tissue on it or something. Jesus Christ! Something weird like that. Now they they also further reported that one of the women suspected of applying the nerve agent experienced some physical symptoms of of, of VX poisoning. Um, so yeah, yeah, don't fuck with it. They used it. Do not fuck with it, yeah. So Just within one year, in, in almost, what, a 13-month period, they killed some geezer with a bioweapon in America. Well, he was an American in, in, in North Korea, and they also killed someone in Kuala Lumpur with a chemical weapon. It just shows, you know, you know what I mean? You, you could think, oh, it's just to wipe out one person, but it's also it's their way of going, we, we can do it, and we, we possibly could do it to a lot more people as well. You know what I mean? It's, it's, like, a, it's like a test in a way, isn't it? You know what I mean, as well? So well, the thing, the thing that made me think about the 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 death of um, of old Nam was uh, 
how how did they get it how did they spray onto him without fucking themselves up now what they have said is that they they believe the agent the the um, not the agent that did it the actual chemical agent was mm. applied as two non-lethal components it was split up essentially oh, right, into okay. its ingredient forms okay now, like when when you have a chemical reaction of one thing and another mixed together yeah yeah for instance if there's any builders out there or carpenters like the two pack you got the filler where it's it's soft and then you two have pack to put wrapper yeah two pack two pack Shakira um and you meant to put hardener in and it makes a reaction and then yeah. that's what makes it hard so it's separated you're saying yes and then into harmless components yeah so you could drink it so to speak if it's on its own well I think any ingredient yeah, yeah, of yeah. VX yeah, I would recommend you know, drinking do you know what I mean yeah 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 yeah, 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 it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't have a pint of that you snort it it's pretty clever though when you think about it isn't it <laughs> yeah 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 definitely you touch it you're going to die alright well, well we'll make it be VX on his face and only his face yeah, yeah. and nowhere else yeah so you know who has this weapon it's like a sniper version of it yeah, it is, yeah. It's like a sniper rifle version of it. Yeah. Very, very, uh, very low class and pinpoint attack, that. Yeah. And that's probably why they used the cloth as well after. It's yeah. probably a case of, like, just keep it there. It's gone now. It's I not bet, spread around. I bet he thought, fuck, what's happened to me? He would know. He'd know it's something to do with his brother because he obviously, you know, he, he, well, we know he's a cunt. Well, we, we just think about <laughs> it. Someone comes up to you and chucks something in your face. And yeah. Kim Jong-un's brother, half-brother, yeah. you'd be thinking, holy shit. I've been fucking poisoned, yeah. You'd, you'd definitely know that. Yeah, yeah, you would. Straight yeah. away, within within the second that something happened, you'd know. Yeah, yeah, you certainly would. So, who has this uh, this agents? Well, the United States and Russia have it. Yes, and and Syria. Um, there's a, a Sudanese pharmaceutical facility. Uh, I think it's called the Al Sharif pharmaceutical factory that was bombed by the US in 1998 and they were acting on information yeah. that that lab had produced VX and the origins of uh, some of the ingredients were Iraq. So oh. they were like, fuck, we've got to shut this shit down. So, yeah. nah, you're having it. And they bombed the life out of them. And also, as we've mentioned before, the Om Shinrikyo doomsday cult in Japan. Nice. <laughs> they synthesized 100, between 100 and 200 grams of VX, which was used in an attack to kill people. Kill pe- I think it was actually three people, so it wasn't actually, you know, it's, it's administering this weapon, this yeah. agent, which can yeah, yeah. Um, scupper its effectiveness. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about that one in more detail because that cult's fucking nuts. Yeah. So, okay, we'll move on to our next one. Sarin. 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 Pint of sarin in the morning, please. This was developed in 1938 in Germany. It was developed, actually, as a pesticide. Okay. Uh, Sarin is highly toxic. So they kind of stumbled across it in a way. Yeah. I think it just, I think it does work as a pesticide. It also works as a human aside. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of pesticides, so if you drink a pint of pesticide, you probably would be humicided. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once again, uh, this, this chemical is, is synthetic. Yeah. Um, it's an organophosphorus compound. Again, odourless, colourless, you know, and it's a liquid, yeah. tasteless. It's all this is by design. I mean, if you could make something that is almost undetectable, that is ruthless as fuck, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, definitely. If you want to wipe out a country or a nation... And try and get away with it without making any noise, sneaking in and then go. You know what I mean? That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Cause no panic. Just people just drop down dead and fucking boom. Yeah. You yeah. know what happened there? I don't know. I don't know. See you later. When you're wearing yeah. your fucking chemical suit. Uh, I think it was the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like VX, um, siren is is a ner- is a nerve agent. Exposure to it is lethal, even at low levels. Yeah. But when exposed through direct inhalation. You've got about one to ten minutes until you die from suffocation due to lung muscle paralysis 
unless an antidote is administered quickly. Okay. It's got to be quick. So you've got to have to be unlucky enough to be sarined in the first yeah. place and also lucky Extremely enough to be lucky next to, to be an next, antidote. Next to a sarin antidote, man. Just to go, there you go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that sarin, mate? Don't worry, mate. I've got a needle here. What the fuck is in my unlucky the l- and lucky day? The luckiest man in the world. Unluckiest. Unluckiest and luckiest man in the world, yeah. Apparently, um, it feels like you're drowning from the inside out because you, you can't breathe. Your lungs just don't start. They stop to f- stop functioning. Fuck. That is... Imagine the panic. That's horrific. You, that you're lying on the floor. You're going, what's happening? What's it's happening? Like you're trying drowning. to breathe. Body's convulsing. Losing control of everything, but you're completely compass mentis. Fuck. It's awful. Awful stuff. So if you're exposed to it, but um, a non-lethal dose, like a really, really small amount, yeah. you can suffer long-term neurological damage. Okay. So it'll get you even if it's a small amount. Yeah. So the symptoms... Uh, of exposure are numerous. We have runny nose, watery eyes, small pinpoint pupils, uh, eye pain, blurred vision, drooling and excessive sweating, coughing, chesty coughs, tight chest, rapid breathing, the shits, nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, increased urination, confusion, drowsiness, weakness, headache, slow or fast heart rate, or low or high blood pressure, I suppose it depends on what your fucking heart's doing, and then fucking death. It nice. sounds like a f- I've had a few hangovers like that in my yeah, time. Yeah. Awful horrible things. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, a massive hangover. So basically everything in your body is fucked yeah. when you get that. And um, you've, you haven't got much time to get your shit together and get to a place where someone can help you. Yeah. Or you probably immobilise so quickly, anyway, well, like you yeah. say, that you can't get to anywhere to help you. Have you ever breathed in anything like, like that? Like, um, I'm not going to say you've never breathed in siren. To say, well, I'm like, still here, so I'm guessing not. <laughs> have you ever breathed in pepper spray? Um, I don't know. May have. I don't know. Pretty grim shit, that is. I breathed in a lot of shit, but I don't know if pepper spray. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had the misfortune of... Um, uh, I remember once I was in a night... I was in, in a nightclub, I believe, and some fucking clever spark had decided to let a canister of pepper spray off. Fuck. A bit, on the dance floor. floor. Everyone got... Well, oh, crying thing, for their eyes and vomiting like just fl- like phlegm and stuff. Well, the funny thing is, the dance floor, like, just... I remember it. I remember it really well because it was fucking horrible. Yeah. It, it, everyone just, like, f- ran off the dance floor. Would, and I thought... Because I can't fucking breathe. I had some mates on the dance floor and yeah. I was like, what's happening down there? So I, I, I sort of made my way down to, to where everybody was going the opposite way yeah. from, thinking, are they okay? Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, I couldn't even get fucking close to it, mate. It it's just, fuck, fuck yeah. I'm, nah, I'm not, I know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm moving yeah. away from it. Fucking so. someone's dropped a... B- Right, a fucking bomb there, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's got rid of me. Really. Yeah, yeah. So in its purest form, siren um, is, is estimated to be 26 times more deadly than cyanide. Now, it has a shelf life due to the chemicals, the chemical ingredients in each individual component, degrading after a period of several weeks, or maybe up to several months. So if you're, uh, so if a country or a group is... is um, seen or intelligence is relayed to another you know party that is being produced it's likely pretty likely that they're going to use it quite rapidly yeah um you can extend its shelf life by storing it in two separate ingredient chemicals so you don't mix them together to produce siren you yeah. keep them away from each other and then mix them at a, at a later date pretty same pretty much with, almost the same as what happened to uh, kim's brother yeah Pretty much, yeah. 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 So you can extend its shelf life by not actually making it until you need it, which seems to be quite easy to do, actually. Yeah. Um, it has been used in, in recent times. Um, the chemical bomb uh, that killed, I think it was about 86 people, um, including 28 kids in Syria um, this year, involved sarin. 
Do you remember seeing on the news all them poor kids and them babies yeah, yeah. running around with yeah, foam yeah. blasting out of their mouths, unable to breathe? And that was sorry. Slowly dying, yeah. Fuck. And they, they had... They didn't know what was happening, but they knew what was happening. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, they knew they were getting fucked over, definitely, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's awful. Now, now, how can we be sure that it was actually used? I mean, we don't necessarily know who used it. It's pretty, sh- we're pretty sure that it was the, the government, but we know it was used because the initial breakdown of sarin, um, basically, it breaks down into, into another chemical. Yeah, after, it, after it's been released. It's like a byproduct of it. Yeah, is, is. which is not commonly found in nature. Yeah. Only found in nature after siren has been used and it's a byproduct of siren. So okay. when we went into the area and fucking took some samples and we got, I'm not even going to try and read what this fucking yeah, yeah, chemical yeah. is called, but, but yeah, we were detecting Mental it. chemical, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were detecting it. So we we're like, some fuckers use siren here because this fucking this methyl photosophonic acid or something like that, because that was lying around. Yeah, yeah, and they went, fuck. Yeah, That's fucking siren, you pricks. Yeah. So what's shocking about this case is like we say, it, ca- it came from a government and not a terrorist group. So just remember that your government's always got its best interests out for yeah, you. Apparently, yeah. Mm. Siren was used by the United States between the 11th and the 14th of September 1970 during an operation. 1917 or 70? 70, 70, 70, 70. Uh, during Operation Tailwind, um, which is a covert, this is in Vietnam, this is a covert mission um, to Laos um, during the Vietnam War. Just so you know, 1957, production of siren as a chemical weapon ceased in the United States, Mm. but it was used in 1970. Yeah. Like I was saying about the nukes, we promise we're going to stop making nukes, we're going to sign this treaty, and we promise, are you sure? Yeah, 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 we're sure we're going to stop. Gary, the sneaky, the sneaky fuck around the back carry, carries on making it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Fucking just don't declare everything you've got. Yeah, that's it. So the purpose of this operation, Operation Tailwind, was to create a diversion for the Vietnamese army offensive and to exert pressure on some occupational forces. Um, and it was also designed to kill American defectors. Right, okay. Nice. So they attacked a village, killing 54 people, and, that, and it is a war crime because they used a, a, an agent that is... Was banned. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They hit it with missiles containing bomblets of siren, and the ma- the masks given to the troops for protection uh, from the chemical weapon uh, weren't very good. <laughs> so no. that resulted in their own troops being um, fucked over ass. by it as yeah. well. Yeah. So yeah, man, people still fucking chuck shit about that they shouldn't be throwing. Yeah, well, the, the, I imagine most do- most of the most vilest things ever been made, even if it's by accident or on purpose. Fuck me, that's violent. Uh, keep some of that to the side. Yeah, brilliant. Get rid- yeah, you know what I mean? Fuck me, we need to get rid of that, but keep some of that to the side. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Every country should be doing it. The last uh, chemical agent we're going to talk about is um, phosgene. Okay. Uh, it's an industrial chemical used to make plastics and pesticides, and it's, st- it's still used today. Yeah. Uh, it's a colourless gas. In low concentrations, it's odourless. And uh, No, sorry, this, is what, this one isn't odourless. Hang on, let me just check. No, it actually... Um, it's not odorless at all. <laughs> it's far from odorless. It's a shit. No, it, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it smells of freshly cut grass. Okay. So, so it's quite enticing, actually. Oh, yeah. It's about, I, like the, I like the smell of freshly cut grass. It's one of my... It probably is my favourite smell, actually. It is lovely, isn't it? Yeah. So I'd like it in there. Well, I probably wouldn't, but... Rob just wants phosgene. Yeah. So in addition to its uh, industrial you know, um, usages and production, um, small amounts of phosgene occur from the breakdown... Of, of combustion of organic chlorine compounds such of th- such as those used in refrigeration systems okay like air conditioning um, they mean when they say um, the combustion they mean burning of, of, of certain types yeah, yeah, of yeah. refrigerant gases now my job 
that I do is I'm an, I'm an air conditioning and, and chiller engineer, basically. I work with these gases, and I have had the the, uh, the misfortune of, of burning refrigerant gas with welding torches and making phosgene in plant rooms. Right. And I can tell you that it's involuntary. The When you smell it, the, the, you don't even have to breathe it. I've never breathed it in. I've I've just had tiny amounts go up my nose just through breathing, and it's involuntary you can't help but move you have to get away it physically hurts yeah it's disturbing and it just robs you of breath it's it's and that isn't probably fucking the most effective type of phosgene there is because it's shit that i made by accident (laughs) you know what i mean it was actually made by a guy called um john davy he was i think he was born in 1790 died in 1868 or something and he basically made it in 1812, by exposing a mixture of carbon monoxide and chlorine to sunlight. Mm. So it's sort of a byproduct of yeah, yeah. being hit by radiation, essentially. Um, symptoms of exposure, coughing, a burning sensation in your throat and your eyes. You'll have watery eyes, blurred vision, difficulty in breathing, shortness of breath, nausea, vomiting. Skin contact can result in lesions, so you're going to just burst open. Uh, high exposure concentrations of phosgene, a person will start developing fluid in their lungs right. uh, within something like two to six hours. Exposure to phosgene can cause delayed effects that won't show up for 48 hours after exposure. Even if the person feels fine, you can walk away totally fine. 48 hours later, you could be up shit street. Yeah. Um, therefore, people who have been exposed to it should be monitored for 48 hours afterwards. Mm. I wasn't. No. I didn't monitor anything. So delayed effects can can appear a couple of days later. Difficulty breathing, coughing up a white to pink tinged fluid. Imagine that pink fluid coming out your fucking mouth. What the fuck is that? Gross, isn't it? Low blood pressure and heart failure. It was used in World War One by the Nazis. Um, the British generals preferred it. Uh, over chlorine, apparently, because soldiers coughed less, therefore inhaled more. Okay, so you've got, you got more shit in you. You fucking Think of everything, don't they? Dirty cunts. Now, apparently, the British were outraged by when the Germans used it and responded by developing our own. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. Fucking dummies, man. The first use of... Sounds, um, like, sounds like an American thing, that does. I'm not happy with that. We're going to double it. Rob, you're just alienating more. all our audience here. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, really, America. Well, it's all right. I've already so, said the British are dicks. Yeah, everyone's dicks, all right. I'm a dick. You're a dick. Everyone's a dick, all right? Dick, 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 dick. All fucking dicks. So we used uh, we used it first in the Battle of Luz. It's the 25th of September, 1915. But the attempt was a complete fuck-up. Nice. Like a complete disaster. Yeah. Chlorine was used in this. So we didn't use phosgene. We used chlorine as, as, a, as a weapon. It was codenamed Red Star. We used 140 tonnes, arrayed in 5,100 cylinders, right? The attack success depended on the wind blowing the correct way, right? <laughs> Fucking Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, unfortunately, or, or fortunately, the wind wasn't playing ball. Yeah. And, and after the release from the canisters, the gas either blew into no man's land... Yeah. Or in places, actually blew back into the British trenches. Nice. Gassing our own people. Life was cheap back then, you know what I mean? Which way is the wind blowing? If it changes, everyone's going to die downwind. Fuck it, do it anyway. Yeah, we need to do it. You don't, but we're going to. It's so reckless. (laughs) It's so reckless. Yeah. The disaster was really hammered home when the gas that could not be released from all the, the, the cylinders that were delivered because they brought the wrong cylinder release keys. So trying to fucking open these cylinders... 
in the trench warfare. <laughs> and then fucking, the yeah, fucking yeah, wrong keys. A round key instead of a fucking square one. Like, what the fuck's so, going on, so, you cunts? So some of them, they were able to actually get the, the, the gas out, but most they didn't. Yeah. So now the troops are sitting there in the fucking trenches with, with unopened fucking, canisters yeah, yeah, yeah. of chlorine. And war being war means people are trying to fucking shoot at you. Yeah. And weapons explode by you. The German shelling, as you could expect, hit some of the cylinders, yeah. blowing them up, releasing more gas amongst the British troops. <laughs> but making the situation even worse all we had were shitty fucking flannel gas masks I mean we're talking like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. over 100 years ago here now, now the, tr- the, the masks that we had were crap they were literally like fabric yeah 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 the troops were getting hot the small eyepieces were misting over causing really shit visibility yeah some of the troops got so desperate they lifted the mac- the masks up so they could see where they're going inhaling all the fucking gases so it just fucking killed everybody yeah don't use it. It's fucking, yeah. That yeah. just seemed like a live test and it just went wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was. Just a, 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 the what, yeah, a live test. It was. That's all it was when it was like happening now. It's like you've invented, there's a war breaks out and you invent, I don't know, some sort of um, fucking black hole bomb or something, <laughs> right? And you go, what, what, does it work? Well, I don't know. In theory, it does. Chuck it, see what happens. Yeah. Could you imagine right. being the Germans laughing at us? They're chucking bombs across and grenades and we're blowing up our own cylinders of chlorine in our own trenches. And then our blokes are diving over the trenches to try and get fresh air yeah. and then getting shot down. Yeah, because yeah, it's just you like, fucking dumb doing? fucks. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking. fucking crazy, man. So Fosgene was never, I think in the public eye, it, didn't ever, it was never as scary as mustard gas. Right. Because it was, well, we all know about that. That's what, one of the reasons why I never bothered, I didn't think to, to cover it in this. Yeah. Um, because I think we spoke about that during the um, episode that we did on. Nazi experimentation. I'm sure we talked about mustard yeah, yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah, we did, way. yeah. But, but yeah, Fosgene is, is ruthless. It killed far more people than mustard gas. Now, in, this, in, the, in the war, in World War I, 100,000 people died by chemical weapons. Um, 85% of them died because of Fosgene. Okay. So it's not, it wasn't mustard gas that no. fucked it. It was Fosgene. This is what, this is what one of um, a general in the British Army said about the German chemical weapons attacks. It was um, commander of the Second Corps, Lieutenant General Sir Charles Ferguson. That's a very British name, isn't it? Yeah. But he said... Uh, Charles Fos- Ferguson, <laughs> it is as well. It yeah. didn't get any more British. He said um, of the Fosgene use, he said, um, it's a cowardly form of warfare which does not commend itself to me or other English soldiers. We cannot win this war unless we kill or incapacitate more of our enemies than they do of us. And if this can only be done by copying our enemies in his choice of weapons, then we must not refuse to do so. Yeah. So in other words, you're saying... We're going to do the same shit back to him. Yeah, we're just going to have to fucking... Just fucking to... kill him. Don't make him suffer. Just kill him all instead. I think we should just go over there and fucking give him a beer instead. Yeah. Not fucking phosgene bombs and chlorine missiles. It doesn't seem like a, a, a clever way around it. Yeah. Um, Egypt and North Korea and South Sudan are not signed up to any treaties. I don't know what's going on in their labs, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Napalm and white phosphorus are still allowed as as a chemical weapon. Now, Mm. phosphorus is allowed because apparently, well, we've used this in the most recent Iraq war, apparently the smoke that phosphorus causes um, allows, it's like a camo effect, a big smoke screen. That's the official reason. It's like a, a smoke bomb. Not to mention the toxic fumes, burns, and you know just general horrible Fox, chemical yeah, deaths everyone, yeah. that occur from it. So it's still in use now. It's, it's mental, isn't it? I think most of them are still in use, though. Really, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's. 
I think most countries will have every chemical war thing going, chemical even though that yeah, chemical weapon. But they just don't go. Yeah, we ain't got that. Well, what's interesting is um, it's like Cornwall Bluff, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, it is. Cornwall Bluff, but involving you know the outcome is is horrific it's, it's, and it's, it's involving yeah, millions of people. Annihilation of the human race, potentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is potential Armageddon-type catastrophe. Yeah, definitely. Because if someone's thinking, hang on, we might just get fucking siring to pieces, and I've got a nuke, I'm going to defend myself with that. If you're, yeah. using chem- you're using chemical weapons, I'm going to use this. And for another thing, all weapons are chemical weapons. Fire is a chemical yeah. reaction. A bomb exploding. is a chemical yeah. weapon. You're using two explosive to ingredients. Make it, to make it explode and stuff, yeah. It's, it's, it's a chemical, really. So if you want to ban chemical weapons... There's not going to be a lot left to fucking kill people, so no. that sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah, it does. It does. So um, the ones that freak me out about, that freak me the most, were the um, the biological ones, m- more specifically smallpox. Yeah. Because of the uh, airborne contagion and the amount of people it has historically and how killed. how quick it can spread as well. Um, you know what I mean? And the fact that it doesn't hit you straight away. So if, if I shot you in the face with smallpox... You're not going to be ill straight away. You're just, oh. you might not and even then, like, know. A few days later, you go out, uh, and by that point, you've you've met and you've been in contact, or you've ate food and left things down or touched things, and it can spread everywhere. Then you think, well, fuck it. You know, what I've mean? just had a tattoo today, so I've sat down with a tattoo artist uh, in a room with another five she or six people. They'd all go out and have dinner, meet people, and have a drink. Yeah. It, it could spread to thousands of people so so fast before it's even detected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seventeen days later. Every fucker starts getting ill, and we go, "Oh my god, what the shit. fuck? Yeah. We've got fifty thousand smallpox outbreaks in two yeah. weeks. What's going on? Yeah. Where did it come from? Where's the source? How can we stop it? What strain of the virus is this? Can yeah. we do anything? Close the borders? Who's flown out the country? Who did they, they meet when they flew out the country? Where are they now? Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Terrifying. Nuts. Fucking terrifying. It is, it's fucking nuts, isn't it? It is nuts. Yeah. Well, I think we'll round the episode up on that one then. Right, man. So that was a, not a dark one, but it was a you know. It's one to think about, isn't it? It's one to think about where is, yeah. where, where are these stores and who's got what. And, and especially the ones that fuck people airborne, they're the ones that terrify me. Or, yeah. or even like a virus, something that, you know, Ebola. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Ebo- yeah, there you go. That's that wasn't one. an attack. That just happened. And it, and it that was terrifying. Yeah, exactly. And smallpox is worse than that, so. Yeah, it is, yeah. So, you know, um... Yeah, so just sleep well and just pretend, <laughs> pretend, pretend you're okay. We, we, we find out in 17 days. If you get a cold in 17 days, go to doctors fucking and, straight and away. say you've got smallpox. Yeah, make them shit themselves properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? If you want to contact us, you can get us on... Uh, Robots for Eyes Facebook page, at Robots for Eyes, that is. Uh, Twitter, Robots for Eyes, uh, <laughs> Robots for Eyes, Robots for Eyes. Type in Google Robots for Eyes. I think we're the top thing now. Yeah, you can, uh, you can email us directly at um, Gmail, Robots for Eyes at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I else? We're on Instagram. Yeah, we are on Instagram, yeah. Yeah, so you can have a cut some pictures or something. Or <laughs> yeah, look, look Send us some of, weird pictures, whatever. Pictures of paedophiles, murderers, aliens and uh, diseases. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. So, until next week, people, have a good one. We'll catch you on the other side. See you later. <laughs>